Scraggalag and beautiful people of the world today. Coming at you live as always, Sammy Lay Mila. What is up, my um, you dudes? Hope you guys have a wonderful day today, man. Coming at you live from the booth, aka Samuel's bedroom. Once again, with another video, get this fly out of here. Shoe fly. Don't bother me, right? Any human, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. We have ATK Season 3, Episode 3 of the series, man. I'm really excited to share this with you guys, man. Walking through the first few verses in Chapter 2 of Galatians today, man. Last time we talked through, you know, the last few verses in Chapter 1. Uh, if you guys missed that one, go check it out on the podcast or the YouTube channel. Either one, whichever one you guys are listening to, man. If you're in your car, in your house, drinking coffee like I am. Man, I've got iced coffee today. It's still pretty good. So good. I put some cream and sugar in it today. Okay, give me a break. I needed it. Anywho, uh, I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Uh, but man, we last time, man, we kind of talked through, you know, that Paul was a changed man, that he desired to preach the true gospel of who Jesus was, that it was only through, uh, that we were only justified through faith in him and not by anything else, right? It's not by works. It's not by X, Y, and Z. It's not by circumcision. It's not by all these extra things, but it's only th that salvation comes through Jesus Christ, right? That he is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through him, right? It's so important that we realize that, man, that it's not this works-based faith that, that that it's not that it's not about the things that we do but man it's it's who we believe in that it's through Jesus and what he did on the cross that we trust that that is enough right and naturally when you love someone in a relationship if you have a relationship naturally you want to do good things for them right so that's kind of like that's where I think the action comes in right you love by action when we have that faith when we have that uh, relationship with Jesus naturally we want to do things for him I think that sometimes is where the, the twist of like the works kind of comes from. But man, it's not a have to. It's that I want to because I love Jesus. That's that's really where the works comes in. It's that I want to because I love Jesus. Not at this feeling that, man, I have to or I'm going to hell. Like it's not like that. It's this that I love Jesus so much that I'm choosing to sacrifice and choosing to serve him every day of my life because I love him. And that's why I choose to do because I love him. Right. Anyways, man. That's a little bit about what we talked about last time, man. Today we will pick up a chapter two. Uh, this is fourteen. He said he titles that you know fourteen years ago or uh, fourteen years afterwards. I went up to Jerusalem with Barnabas and also took Titus with me. So fourteen years later, Paul is uh, talking right here, man. He, he's speaking to again the Galatians and Sephrang, walking through different things. But man, we will pray really quick first, and then and we will get started with it. Uh, dear Holy Father, thank you so much for all you've done for us, God. Thank you so much for all you've given for us. God, I pray that you just allow this message just to, to speak to anyone that is able to listen to it, God. Continue to work in their hearts and change them into the people that you want them to be, people that live righteously, Father, people that are living for you, that are living for the kingdom, God, that it's not about this works-based thing, this religion-type stuff, God, but it's only about the, the faith in Jesus and what he did on the cross for us, that it is enough. And that true faith in Jesus, man, is what makes us saved. It's not the works or the things that we do. It's not the it's the it's not the trophies, God, but it's it's you. It's Jesus. God, I hope you just uh, continue to bless anybody that was able to hear this, God. Continue to watch over and keep them safe, God. Continue to embolden them, Father, in a time that it is hard to be bold. God, that, that I pray you just give us strength to be bold, Father, in this time, that continue to stand up for righteousness, continue to stand up for you uh, in a world that, that really doesn't, God, that doesn't really care sometimes, God, that continues to seek out things that, God, that are not righteous. God, I pray you continue to give us strength, continue to give us boldness, God, and 
Change us into people that, that love you and, and seek after you daily. In Christ's name, amen. All right, folks. So Galatians chapter 2, verse 1. Let's hop into it really quick. I say really quick. I speak really fast. I try to slow down for these things because I know that, like, I hate it when people speak super fast, but I'm a guy that speaks super fast, too. So it's kind of, I don't know, double-edged sword. <laughs> Pun intended. Anyways, um, Galatians chapter 2. Right here, this is afterwards. So just before this, you know, Paul went up. He went up to Syria and Cilicia. He was unknown by faith to the churches of Judea, which were in Christ. So they only knew that he was a guy that persecuted Christians, and then he changed, and now he's, that Jesus changed his life, right? And now he's preaching the gospel. So after this point, we pick up here in chapter 2. He says, uh, I say chapter, these are just letters, right? But I say chapter 2, verse 1. He says, Then after 14 years, I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas and also took Titus with me. So Barnabas, the guy that was sent with him, right? He had a fellowship that Barnabas was with him. He backed him up. Um, and also Titus, a guy that was underneath, uh, that he was a mentor to, that Paul was a mentor to uh, Titus. Moving further, he says, And I went up by revelation. So a revelation, received a revelation, and he went up. Right, and I went up by revelation and communicated to them that the gospel that the go or the gospel which I preach among the Gentiles, but privately to those who are of reputation, lest by any means I might run or had run in vain. So first things first, he went up by revelation, right? Ran up by the conviction of the Holy Spirit, he went up to Jerusalem. And <clears throat> he says, and communicated to them the gospel that gospel which I preach among the Gentiles. So what's this gospel that he preaches among the Gentiles? It, it, it makes it seem as if it's a different gospel, right? And what he's saying here is the gospel which he preaches is, is slightly different. So it's, it's not that it's a completely different gospel or that it's, uh, that it's blasphemous or anything like that, but it's saying that it's true justification in faith, that we are justified by what Jesus did on the cross, not by the works, right? Not by what we do, but what Jesus did on the cross, the finished work of Jesus. That is the gospel that he preaches, that, that Paul is preaching, and that is the true gospel, right? That it's only through faith in what Jesus did on the cross, he lived a perfect life, died the death we deserved, was resurrected, and we put our faith in him because he fulfilled the law. And we cannot do that. That's why works, like, works can't save us. That's why works can't save us, because we cannot keep the whole law. If you try to keep part of it, man, then you're guilty of all of it if you, if you mess up here. If you mess up here, you're guilty of all of it. So, man, we cannot keep the law. And that's what it showed us, that we couldn't keep this perfect law, right? We couldn't keep the law of God. So Jesus came down and lived a perfect life as a man, as a man. That's super important that he lived the life that just like we're living right now, I'm a, I'm a man. I, I get tired. I, I'm hungry. I get angry sometimes. Jesus lived that life too, but he did not sin in it. But he died as though he committed all the sins of the entire world. And that is what saves us, man, the perfect life of Jesus and that he died. He was the perfect sacrifice, perfect atonement for all of us. That's the gospel which Paul preaches, that it's only through Jesus and what he did on the cross that saves us. <clears throat> but I just want to make that clear, man, that the gospel, it's not a different gospel, but what he's saying, man, is it's the true gospel of what is what he's preaching, not what the religious Pharisees and the religious leaders of this time are trying to push on the people of Galatia. So... Moving further, he says, uh, but privately to those who are of reputation. To those who are of reputation, he's talking about James, John, Peter, some of the people that he was going to meet with, right, within, uh, within Jerusalem. 
He says, lest by any means I might run or had run in vain. <clears throat> Moving further, he says, uh, yet not even Titus, who was with me, talking about Titus, is, is mentor, right? Or the person he was mentoring, uh, mentoree, I guess. <laughs> but, uh, and this occurred that he was not compelled to be circumcised, right? He wasn't even compelled to be circumcised. And that was one of the things that these religious leaders were pushing on people. It was a big thing that, that they had to be circumcised in order to have salvation too. It's like, you can have Jesus, but you have to be circumcised. You gotta, you gotta do this though. It's like, then that denies the fact that Jesus is enough, right? If, if, if it's Jesus and, and we gotta be circumcised, then Jesus wasn't enough. That's, that's saying that Jesus did not do it all, right? That Jesus wasn't enough, that he died for nothing, Right? Moving further, he says that uh, Titus, who was being who was with me, being a Greek, being a Gentile, right, was uh, wasn't a was not uh, compelled to be circumcised. In verse four, he says, and this occurred because so he's saying why this kind of came up, right? It seemed kind of random at first, but he says, and this occurred because of the false brethren, uh, because of false brethren secretly brought in who came in by stealth to spy out our liberty, which we have in Christ Jesus, that they might bring us into bondage. So what he's saying in verse 4 is that, you know, the reason that he, like this even came up, this circumcision thing came up, is because of the people that snuck into the meeting that they were having with the people of reputation. Talking about like some of the disciples, right? Um, and he says, who came in by stealth to spy out our liberty. And that came in by stealth it like like the the phrase itself means that like people that are enemies sneaking into your camp and like spying out trying to see the vulnerabilities or seeing like different types of things or trying to spy out right as if they were enemies so these guys were not friendly it's not like they were uh good guys okay they were false they were fake people they were fake fake christians okay trying to spy out our liberty the freedom, right? The freedom which we have in Christ Jesus. The freedom that they have. The freedom to live for Christ regardless of the circumstances, right? Um, and he says that they might bring us into bondage. And that bondage meaning like religion, like this works-based faith type thing, right? That that it's all about your works. It's all about what you do that makes you saved. And it's not... It, it, it denies the fact of Jesus. If it's all about works, then Jesus died for nothing, Right? And that's what he's getting at here. That they might bring us into bondage. That they might bring us underneath the law like everybody, like they have control over everybody else too. <clears throat> in verse 5, he says, To whom we did not yield submission even for an hour. So we didn't even give them the time of day. You know what I'm saying? We didn't even believe anything they said because that's not the truth. That's not the gospel, right? Moving further, he says that the truth of the gospel might continue with you. That, man, we didn't give them the time of day. It didn't change the gospel at all, man, what we believed at all. But, man, so that we can continue to give you the truth of the true gospel, right? Moving in verse 6, he says, But from those who seem to be something, whatever they were, it makes no difference to me. God shows personal favoritism to no man. For those who seem to be something added nothing to me. But on the contrary, when they saw that the gospel for the uncircumcised had been committed to me as the gospel for the circumcised was to Peter, for he worked effectively in Peter for the apostleship to the circumcised also worked effectively in me toward the Gentiles. That was a lot, right? So first thing in verse 6, he says, But to those who seem to be something, whatever they were, it makes no difference to me. God shows personal favoritism to no man, right? And what he's saying right here is like the fact that like all these other people, they were kind of like 
poking and prodding and stuff at uh, at Paul himself and saying, like denying the fact that he had credibility. They were like attacking his credibility because he wasn't one of the like he wasn't Peter or James or John. He wasn't like those guys, you know. That he they were attacking his uh, credibility. And the thing is, like this is that's why he says that God shows no personal favoritism to anybody, you know that whether they're they're somebody here or whatever it doesn't really matter it makes no difference to me and it, it doesn't change anything that he stands for right it doesn't uh affect his credibility just because people respect because god's no respecter of persons right um anyway so that that's why he says that phrase right there is because some people were attacking paul's credibility calling him a liar basically right and then on set verse seven he says but on the contrary when they saw that the gospel for the circumcised had been committed to me as the gospel for the circumcised was to Peter, for he who worked effectively in Peter for the apostleship to the circumcised, he being Jesus, right, also worked effectively in me toward the Gentiles. So saying that, um, basically like the gospel, they saw that the gospel for the uncircumcised had been committed to me, talking about Paul, and the gospel for the circumcised was to Peter, um, that Jesus worked effectively through each of them, right? That Jesus worked effectively in Peter, that Jesus worked effectively in Paul to preach the gospel to the Gentiles, to preach the gospel to the people that uh, were Jewish, right? The people that were circumcised or uncircumcised, whichever you see it, right? Not to say that they didn't preach the gospel to the other side, right? But it's saying, you know, that what it was committed to and that Jesus worked effectively through that, that the Holy Spirit worked effectively through that, through them, uh, <clears throat> yeah, that worked worked effectively too. In uh, verse nine, it says, "And when James, Cephas, and John, Cephas being Peter, right as we know, and John, who seemed to be pillars, talking about like the rocks, the people, like uh, pillars being like of reputation, right, the the, the top dogs, um, perceived that the grace that had been given to me, the grace that had been given to him, right, that Jesus gave him, they gave me a, and Barnabas the right hand of fellowship." So they gave them the right hand of fellowship, meaning it's like, we agree with you guys. We agree, okay? We agree this gospel that you're preaching, man. We agree with it. We continue, I mean, we support you guys and suffering. So one, it, it takes away all the people that were denying his credibility, for one, right? Because these guys are backing him up. These guys, not that it mattered to Paul because he didn't care. He just kept preaching the gospel as Jesus told him, which is really cool, right? Um, but it show, it just gives him even more credibility even though he wasn't really, he didn't really care. <laughs> he didn't really care about if they were going to give him credibility or not. He knew the commission that he, that God gave him. And he just continued to seek that out. He continued to preach the true gospel of Jesus. Right. And, uh, they gave him the right hand of fellowship that we should go to the Gentiles and, and they to the, and they to the circumcised. Uh, they desired only this last verse right here. They desired only that we should remember the poor, the very thing, which I was also eager to do. Uh, so what he's saying right there is like the only thing that they added to is like kind of what they were saying was like, don't forget the poor, you know, don't remember the poor, you know, the, the poor people and stuff like that. And like, and Paul says the very thing, which I also was eager to do. So that's the only thing that they, they agreed with them that Paul, uh, or Paul, that James, John, and Peter all agreed with Paul and the, and the gospel that he was preaching right there, right? And they sent him, continued to send him out and stuff. And, and Paul continues his, uh, his ministry and stuff. And later on, we'll get down to more of, uh, kind of what Paul has to say later on in Galatians, uh, in chapter, chapter two, verse 11. We'll start on that next time. But, um, Paul was already like, 
you know, feeding the poor, like out there for the poor as well and everything. It's not something that was just, uh, that he was, he was already doing that, you know, not that it, it was something new. Uh, but man, it was super interesting, man. I, I, I like this passage a lot, man, because it shows kind of just that Paul didn't really care about like people that were high up on the totem pole or whatever. It didn't really matter to him, man. He was going to continue to preach the gospel that Jesus gave him. And there's boldness in that, man. It's so cool. And man, man, I want that boldness. I want to be able to have that boldness just like he did, man. And just like how other people did. You see David in the Bible. Oh my goodness. David and Goliath, man. He said, you know, he speaks to Goliath himself and says, you know, that God delivered me from the mouth of the lion. He delivered me from the mouth of the bear, the bear, that this Philistine, this giant will be no different, man, that he will be like one of them, man, that this giant will be no different. Man, I pray that that, I, I hope that encourages you guys today, man. Continue to walk in faith in Jesus. And it's not about the works, man. It's not about all these lists of rules. Keep It's not rule keeping, man. It's not X, Y, and Z and, and checking boxes and going to church on Sunday, every single Sunday. But man, what it's about is the relationship you have with Jesus. And man, it's your heart towards him. And man, when we have a relationship with Jesus and continue to have that community and communion with him, man, it naturally shows up in our actions and the way we treat people and the way it shows up in our works because he's changing us in that relationship. I hope you guys know that, man. I hope you guys rest in that, man. That was ATK season three, episode three, man. We will walk uh, through, chap uh, I think, verse 11 next time. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited to share it with you guys next time. Hope you guys have a wonderful day, man. If you guys are on the podcast, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, continue to listen. Share it out there for the friends if you guys want to, man. The basic kingdom's always, man. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Just a great, grand, wonderful party. I love you guys. The basic kingdom's always, man.